This is the Confused Mother podcast and I am your host Gitanjali More. Carola Tyler is a 41-year-old mother of 3. She is also the founder of You Parents. I was very keen to speak to Carola about her work and life as a working mother because she and I have very similar motivations behind our work. Something that we will talk about today along with topics like life as a working mom with three kids work life balance and how mothers get sidelined after the baby is born hi carola how are you this morning hi i'm very good how are you i'm good thanks carola where are you joining us from um i'm joining you from uh, the nice town called buchholz in der nordheide which is a little town close to hamburg that's where my parents live mm-hmm. because i had to kind of uh, flee our house because our um, biggest daughter she's already in school and we're on winter break for one week so i kind of uh, take my home office and put it here so that i have some uh, daycare for the kids and some working time for myself that's great you already started on the topic of life as a working mom and how you need to get help and uh, make sure that you use the the village that you've created for yourself So can you tell us a little bit about yourself your work and uh, your kids Sure um yeah like you already said in the introduction I'm a 40 year one uh, 40 year old mother of three Mhm and my kids are 8 just recently turned 8 recently turned 6 and a 4 year old boy I have two daughters and they're both born in January so January is always a a kick off start for us into the year because we have two kids birthdays at right at the beginning of the year oh wow and uh yeah and um our little prince he's the 4 year old he's the youngest one and um i think I, i got my first kid when i was 33 and um yeah so mm-hmm. i was by definition i guess more a late mother and before i had kids i was very um yeah involved in my career i started um i i studied aviation management and i started my career in new york so i worked for a couple of years mm-hmm. abroad okay i also spent a few years before that in the states and i lived in africa for a couple of years when i was a kid so i'm very always so very open minded on uh, looking at different cultures and i think that's t- part of my personality how was that uh, with with your kids moving around to, uh, so many countries or did you have them in germany i had all of them in germany but uh, nevertheless mm-hmm. we did move around ever since we had kids okay. <laughs> uh, first we moved from munich my um, first two kids were born in munich and uh, we moved from munich to berlin and uh, because we had bought a property outside of berlin that's where i live right now i live at the outskirts of of berlin mm-hmm. so we had two kids moved to berlin for two years then corona hit us and uh, we uh, took everything that we had yeah. and we moved into an unfinished mm-hmm. house with the three kids my my son was already born back then so mm-hmm. uh yeah we had quite a a, a busy life uh, ever since we are a family of five How did you manage all of that with the unfinished house with your work with the kids I'm guessing it was also uh, homeschooling it was uh, luckily it was not a uh, homeschooling yet in the first lockdown we yeah. had uh, still only kindergarten kids mm-hmm. and um maybe uh, quickly tracking back to my uh, work experience um I because that's kind of important for the time with the move and the corona and everything um i started working with my first kid after 8 weeks uh, two days in the home office which was a great setup because i right. like i said before i was always involved in my career i love working 
And um, the first year I was working from home, those two um, days uh, uh, a week, uh -huh. which was also kind of a struggle because um, my company expected me to just be ready for it. And um, for me, it was a, a transition because I had this new baby, everything was fine, but I had this idea of, okay, every time I work, I just take my stroller and I go to the park and I push my baby. Mm -hmm. And in that time I can talk to my teammates. And when I get back home, when the baby is still sleeping, then I can do my work. And then my boss, she made a slam on it. And she said, listen, when you work, I want you to be sitting in front of your laptop. Mm -hmm. I had to look for a babysitter. So I then um, I hired a babysitter two times a week to look for look after my kid. At my own expense, oh, of course, because yeah. my company was not that uh, advanced mm -hmm. to uh, offer to pay for it. And then when I returned um, after the first year that my daughter was born and she was in kindergarten, it was a very hard transition for me. It was this whole thing of this, you know, in Germany, we call it Vereinbarkeit struggle. Okay. And um, it was really, really tough because I was separated from my kid for uh -huh. more than eight hours a day. And it was very hard for me to let go of her. It was also very difficult for me at work because mm -hmm. even though I had a great boss, which I, st I admire until this day, she, yeah. it, she was a woman without kids. And I think for her, it was difficult to integrate me into this whole concept of working and having a working mother and mm -hmm. that way it was hard for me to really find a balance between being a mother and working and i think this is where the the whole hammer of oh my god i'm a working mom now hit me and it was very hard for me to to adapt to the situation and i remember i have one um one uh, note in my diary where I was writing, mm -hmm, please, mm -hmm. dear God, let me get pregnant again so that I can be with my baby. It was my only goal to get pregnant again because I, I was so confused with everything that was going on that I, I just wanted to be home with my daughter. And it was something that I didn't know that could happen to me because I always thought I'll go back to work and the baby's in daycare and everything is fine. Everything and is fine. These, yeah. these feelings that I had, they were horrible. And That's why I decided, now I come back to the loop before, um, <laughs> when when I did get pregnant with my second kid, I decided that I will uh, withdraw myself out of the corporate world. Mm -hmm. It was at a time where I also got a good, um, a golden handshake because it was a crisis situation and I wanted to go back to school to do my master's. And that's why when I had my third kid, I was doing my master's and I was a little bit more flexible in terms of this whole house, mm -hmm. constructing a, a house, um, doing the corona uh, time with the kids, moving. Right. I think if I didn't have the the flexibility of only being a student, it would have been even much harder for me to do. You've touched upon some really interesting and very, very important points, Carola, because uh, I remember just a couple of days ago in this mom's WhatsApp group that I'm a part of, one mother asked uh, that she said, yeah, my child is six, my baby is six months old and I'm going to start work from home from uh, next month. Uh, what can I do? And the first response from everyone was, oh my God, have you planned this well? Have you really thought about it? Because it's almost impossible to work normally when you have a baby at home because they take up all your time they need mm -hmm. constant attention mm -hmm. everyone's advice was make sure that you get help make sure that uh, you also have spoken about it with your boss and and made a plan but in in your case you said that it didn't really work out that way because um, there was a mismatch in expectations and also like awareness of the realities of a new parent yeah. and what I want to ask you is yeah. do you know of companies that have policies for working parents and for parents who come back from maternity leave 
to kind of, you know, ease the journey back into the workspace? I know that, for example, SAP is big on this whole um, family uh, um, uh, family fit uh, uh, thing. Um, I cannot name you companies. What I do know, though, is that um, since I'm also very engaged mm -hmm. in this whole Vereinbarkeits uh, scene in Germany now, that there's a lot of movements um, mm -hmm. that focus on really putting pressure on companies that they have to do something to integrate working parents back into their working routines mm -hmm. that you cannot expect working parents to become parents yeah. and then return to work and be the same person as before because they're not they have mm -hmm. totally different experiences they have totally different um, life concepts all of a sudden of so um, I know that there is for, for German speaking ones uh, Familienfreundliche Arbeitgeber von Jana Berger for example so there's a lot of initiatives that try to focus on on this and um, even the, Deut uh, the Deutsche Bundesregierung they have For the people who don't speak German, the word Vereinbarkeit is basically uh, work-life work balance, balance, so managing so, yeah. your work-life along with uh, with your family life. And the familienfreundliche Arbeitgeber is uh, family-friendly employers. It's a, it's an initiative by Jana Berger to essentially propagate the, the whole concept of managing work-life balance and being family-friendly mm -hmm. companies. Right. Definitely. Exactly. Yeah. And there's also some initiatives um, triggered by the uh, the government. They have basically um, initiative trying to really put this into the open discussions that it's important to to change the mindsets in the working life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In the working business business environment. That's great. You said, like I mentioned in the introduction, that you are the founder of You Parents. Can you tell us a little bit about that and also the motivation behind uh, starting this? Yes, sure. Um, well, once I then started, uh, now I have to go back again one step. Once I started okay. my, master, my master's de uh, degree, um, I studied entrepreneurship and innovations management. And I had a clear goal. I said, okay, I want to work independently. I want to be my own boss. I want to set my own working rules. And after this master's, there has to be a business opportunity for me. And when I approached the end of my studies, I really started to dig into this whole concept of why is it so difficult for women to go back to work? Why is it so difficult for women to follow their career once they became mothers? And I started to do research and I, I looked into mm -hmm. my own history and I, I looked at this point where I mentioned before, I looked into my diary and I wrote down, I just want to be at my, with my baby was something that I had, could have never imagined I would say about myself. And then I realized, okay, there must be something that impacts women once they become mothers. And um, I started to research into the mm -hmm. concept of matrescence um, by it's something that Alexandra Sachs in the in the United States, she's a psychologist. Okay. She brought onto the onto the attention. It's basically the it's this, it's kind of the same thing as adolescence for young adults, mm -hmm. but it's for women who become mothers. It's the transition of becoming a mother in terms of hormones, in terms of emotions, right. in terms of mental um, yeah, I mean, you you also exactly. know about it. It's yeah. basically the, the transition, the, the disruption that happens to women when they become a mother because there's so many impacts that are pressuring on mothers. And I read into all these things and I said, oh my God, finally, I understand myself. I understand why it's mm -hmm. so hard for me. It's so hard for women to become a mother in these modern working conditions because everybody's expecting something different from you. Everybody's mm -hmm. expecting to be a good working woman everybody's expecting to be a good mother then you have your partner who doesn't really understand the concept of working parents yet you have the society who has different yeah. um, expectations at you from and everywhere I, so from, from every angle everywhere. there's something coming at you and yeah. then and then i told myself why the hell are people 
expecting from women to go through this transition by themselves. Why don't we get mm -hmm. help? And it's, it's help on a level that doesn't have anything to do with, oh my God, I want to get empowered. I want to get my perfect career. It's really in terms of, I have to understand myself. Why do I react in the way? And then I um, met my co-founders, um, Saskia Dirkes, in a, in a kind of like a um, program for, uh, for women that want to establish their, um, their own um, businesses. And we fell in love and she had the same kind of vision that she wants to empower and give, mm -hmm. give, give strength to women who are becoming mothers and, mm -hmm. and be able to deal with this whole transition. And then we kind of uh, got together yeah. and said, okay, let's do this together and let's find a new way mm -hmm. of, of supporting the personal development process of women when they become a mother. We need to get a format that is easy accessible that is cheaper yeah. than going for example to a one-to-one -one coaching we need to get something that is digital so that it's integratable into the life of working moms and into the busy lives that busy lives have. exactly yeah. where you maybe find time to um, do something for yourself once you uh, bring your baby to bed and you wait until it's falling asleep because a lot of parents these days they don't just put them their babies to bed they stay with them until they're asleep and it's a lot of time mm -hmm. that goes by that you can use to do something for yourself yeah yeah so we we then dug into the topic of okay what's actually the problem of women and we realized that a lot of most women that become mothers they completely lose touch to their identity mm -hmm. yeah we have a mission that we want to give them a tool to touch base again with their identity and to work on topics that are going to impact their work-life balance mm -hmm. and that they don't have the strength at the moment to deal with and we want to give them back the strength to to identify these topics and then within our app program to, to be coached through these um these difficult life phases mm -hmm. and find some anchoring within their life to yeah to get back on track with their identity i love this i love this initiative and that's kind of also the motivation behind the work that i do is that i want to offer parents um clarity and a feeling of lightness that okay what they're doing is fine um and i also really push this whole message of you know prioritizing yourself taking care of yourself so that you can be, you know, feel fulfilled, feel clear and light and uh, in a position to take care of your children. Definitely. I remember that, you know, uh, a few months after I had my daughter, it was so difficult for me to even have conversations with people about mm -hmm. politics because I've studied politics and I come from the nonprofit sector, international development. And, you know, I'm used to having political discussions all day, every day. And then suddenly I just couldn't contribute anymore because I was unable to concentrate. And, and I put myself under so much pressure and I criticized myself thinking, why am I not able to have a regular conversation, provide an opinion on a topic and then I realized that it's because my mind is totally full of completely different things in this phase of life and then you know when you have this mm -hmm. this kind of change as you mentioned that your emotional physical and, and psychological change it's very difficult to come back to your working life because in your working life you are the person without a child Right. And then you have to kind of find your way back to that identity. And I don't think it's completely possible. Exactly. I think it's not fair to expect from other people or from yourself that you can come back to that. And I think that's something that we, we should allow ourselves as a as a as a mother and even as a father to redefine. Okay, I'm a mother now. 
Now, what are my values? What is my what is my purpose in life? And mm -hmm. to also, you know, communicate this in, into the workplace. And I'm convinced that if you do this with right shoulders and with a with a with a conviction that you really believe in this, that you will earn your new standing in the workplace and that you will feel more with yourself if you're really convinced about your own values and what you actually want to achieve as a mother, yeah. but also as a working woman. Mm -hmm. yeah. And um, I think it needs to be more transparent that there is a change, but it's not a change to the worst because the working world sometimes claims, oh my God, yeah, when mothers come back, you know, they're only focused on their child and the mm -hmm. child is always sick. And if they would understand that when women come back to work after having, having a child, first of all, They went through so much extreme feelings and 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 change, change. and it's yeah. it's it's a thing that they could that they could take and transport it into something completely new. That they have so much more focus. That they have they don't have time to bullshit around anymore. They just want to get things done, and they want to get the yeah. right things done. And if you would uh, if you would take these women and basically let them watch over all your processes and tell them, okay, listen, I want you to look at everything and tell me what mm -hmm. is things that we don't need anymore. I'm convinced that parents who are so much more focused, they would tell you, okay, listen, this is something we really don't need because it just t takes time away from the things that actually matter. Exactly. And yeah. um, I feel like parents could write a management manual. Exactly. <laughs> because <laughs> we just become overloaded with so many things we have to take care of and consider. And then obviously, like you said, there's no time for nonsense. There's no time for any extras. So So you really get into optimizing for what you have. And uh, yeah, that's that's great. Uh, Carola, how do you manage your life? I mean, you have three kids, you're an entrepreneur, and uh, you said at the beginning that you're with your parents so that they can help with, uh, they can spend time with their grandkids and also help you. Uh, what else do you do to manage your daily life well? Um, well, first, I have to say, of course, it's never perfect. Um, and um, I always like to say I'm I'm not the perfect role model because a lot of people ask me how do you do this and I'm saying mm -hmm. I'm not the perfect role model. I have my issues, the same issues like you do, and I have my doubt. What I can say is I'm aiming for perfect imperfection. I think we we can let go of thinking everything has to be perfect. Mm -hmm. Things are not perfect anymore if you have to manage a family on top of work life. Yeah, exactly. My my favorite topic is. I hate household. I'm not a good uh, household keeper. I don't have a good eye for design. Uh, my house doesn't look stylish. And <laughs> a long time I was really bothered by it. But then I told myself, you know what? That doesn't matter to me. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter if my house looks really great and stylish. There's women that really know how to do this. I'm not one of them. Therefore, I have other good traits. Yeah. So I let go of a lot of things that are that are not important anymore for me and my family yeah. and the well-being of my kids. Yeah. And also I work together with my partner, with my husband. Mm -hmm. We really talk about things that bother us. We, we talk about things that bother us in terms of, mm -hmm. okay, this is unfair. I do so much more than you do. And oh no, this is not true. I also do the same thing. And we really do this together. We kind of are in this development process of becoming parents together. And we try to laugh about things and we try to address things when they bother us before they blow up into a big fight. Mm -hmm. And and we all always try to do it on a respectful level. Even if we fight, we do it on a respectful level. And I think this is very important 
um, that you mm -hmm. don't lose yeah. respect for each other, that you try to understand each other and that you un try to understand the issues that the other person has because also fathers have their issues. Mm -hmm. And I think they have to be put into the open. Of course. And one more thing um, is my husband and I were always a united front in front of the kids. Mm, so um, if we don't, <laughs> if we don't want them to understand something when we do fight about Yeah. We, we speak yeah. English so that they don't understand <laughs> us and then uh, we deal we deal with the thing and then we are a united front again I think this is also very yeah. important and yes I do have my parents they're already 81 years old but they're very fit okay and if I didn't have them for the last eight years I think I would not be here because especially my mother mm -hmm. she supported me so much she came to take care of the kids for a week when they were sick so I really think you do need a lot of support and um yeah also i invest, definitely need a lot of yeah, support and if mm -hmm. you don't have your parents because my parents also don't live close by get a babysitter throw some money at the problem and 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 really invest yeah. into a uh, child mm -hmm. care yeah i mean if you have the financial means to do it that's something i would recommend as well yeah. my parents and my in-laws i realize you know when they are there i mean of course my parents are in india and my in-laws also live far away from us but when they are there when we are spending time together my husband and I realize how much of a help and how much of a load off that is for us because then we're just, you know, spending a nice time together, but we also have some time to breathe and for just us to do something on our own. But you hit the nail on the head with communication with your partner. I mean, if you have the, if you have the support of a partner, there's nothing like it. And open communication is so important. Um, I saw, I think, um, on Fair Play on, on Instagram, mm -hmm. I saw, you know, they, they said normalize, uh, making a weekly plan with your, with your partner for managing the household and the kids and your work and I said every week we do this every single day every evening we sit down and have a conversation what does your day look like tomorrow who's bringing her to the kita who's picking her up and who's doing the cooking etc and we do this every day to just cross check that the plan that we made at the weekend still holds true for every day and so important mm -hmm. definitely Carola um, do you have any problems that you face because of how people respond to you you know uh, what i'm talking about is criticism from other people for working mm -hmm. because people seem to have an opinion about everything right so uh, why do you have three kids why do you have only one kid why are you working why are you not working and so on so mm -hmm. do you hear about like do you hear comments from other people about your life and your work and the the model that chosen well not anymore that much i used to hear much much more when i was still living in bavaria like i said my two first kids were born in munich mm -hmm. and um it's a different world uh, there than where i live now i live in brandenburg <laughs> which is you know the outside of, of berlin yeah. and because outside. it's a former yeah. um, eastern germany uh, countries they have a completely different mindset in terms of um, working women and working mothers they also have a much better infrastructure True. so these days in my in my uh Yeah, in, in, in where I am, I don't get any uh, bad looks when I out myself as a working mom. Mm -hmm. Definitely not. Mm -hmm. What I did have as an, a very negative experience um, ever since we started with our business and uh, we tried to apply for some um, supporting um, uh, um, programs uh, to, to get some money for our startup. Okay. I actually had a conversation with a, with a woman who was also a mother. Okay. I was talking about our business idea and then she was telling me, ah, you know, when, when you do this and when the investors hear that two mothers are in charge of this business, I think mm, 
this is not going to be very good because they probably they will probably think that you will not have the right dedication to mm, pull through with okay. your business. And I was really shocked because I thought, oh my God, you are a mother yourself. Yeah. Why do you say something mean like this to me? Uh -huh. Why should an investor think that I'm not as engaged and capable just because I'm a mother to start a business? Yeah. I mean, this was really, it, it really hit me and um, it hurt me too. Of course. Because hearing this from a woman in the industry of the, in the startup industry who was a mother herself just gave me a feeling that oh my god this is going to be so tough because everybody's going to think like this mm -hmm. and um yeah so this was a very negative was that true did other people also respond like this about your founding story um, actually most of the people that i talk to these days are very happy that um, we're trying to to build something easy accessible for mothers in the beginning we're also going to tackle mm -hmm. the fathers at some point yeah <laughs> um i do meet uh, once in a while uh, men out of this typical you know 50 plus and they were always the working part of the family mm -hmm. and they look at they look at me or as at us when when i'm with my co-founder and they're like okay <laughs> is this really an issue i mean uh -huh. what do you want so it's like <laughs> sometimes you do have these people that don't really understand mm -hmm. the pain that women still go through when they try to combine work and life yeah yeah that's true i think that it becomes a really really big challenge um you know managing your work and life together when your kids fall ill um this is something i've heard from so many parents that i've gotten back to work but my child is in the kita for the first year and is bringing home a different virus every week and we are ill can't work how do you manage and i actually even heard about an example um where this one woman had posted online anonymously saying that her employer was pressuring her into signing an agreement um to leave the job that it was mutually agreed on but she said she was facing so much pressure and she didn't know what to do and she was online seeking solutions and and asking for help like should she hire a lawyer how can she do it so when we're talking about family friendly employers mm -hmm. i think mm -hmm. this is a very very big aspect about you know easing back into the workforce um because all kids that go that start daycare are going to fall mm -hmm. ill that's how they build their immune systems Definitely. yeah i mean i don't know if if you faced anything like that or is it something that you work with i face it yes i faced it just recently i had uh, <laughs> the first time in in her life my middle daughter she was crying out of pain and she i had to go to the hospital with her because um she was so much in pain she was afraid of not being able to breathe anymore and oh, no. when this happens you just know okay i have to be there for my kid right now so and i'm sure i'm not the only one who's facing difficult situations like this so what okay. what i can say is um follow your heart and you have to be there for your kids but of course this is a struggle for a lot of people who are employed mm -hmm. i have the freedom of of uh, structuring the day yeah. in a way that i need to structure it so if i work in the mornings for a few hours and then i take care of the kids and then i work at night again i have the flexibility i know a lot of people don't have this but again i have the freedom yeah. of also calling my parents please support me another thing though that i have to say is that us women as mothers we have to be more confident about asking our partners mm -hmm. to help us out because um, there's still a lot of women who always take 100% care of the sick children um, by themselves and I know this out of my own experience it's a hurdle for me to ask my partner can you please also take some sick days because I have important things to do because it's mm -hmm. in myself to yes. think I have to do this because I'm the mother 
and um, the, the kids need me, only me and nobody else. I just want to encourage women to really, again, communicate with their partners. First of all, it's not only about getting work done. It's it's an emotional struggle if you have to take care of sick kids. All it's hard. Time. It's yeah. not just, I sit there with them and hold their hands. It's really hard work. So talking to your partner saying, listen, you need to, you need to also get involved because... Mm-hmm. Exactly. Do your part. It's your kids. They also need you, but put it in a positive way, not mm-hmm. saying, okay, I did enough now and now it's your turn. Really yeah. try to communicate about yeah. it and let go of this feeling. I'm the mother, only me, myself, and I can take care of my kids when they're sick. That's true. I think it's this whole um, feeling of like, okay, I'm the only one who can comfort them. I'm the only one who can uh, take care of them. That That is something that we need to let go of and uh, allow the the partners to also be equally involved um, so that, yeah, so that we don't get emotionally so stressed anymore. It's it's very difficult, but uh, something worth investing in. It's it's difficult. And one, one, one last, one last thing to, yeah, that I want to say about this, because I also <laughs> listened to many, um, I, I had listened to podcasts. I was in, in workshop where there was these, these big role models. They were saying, oh, everything is easy. It's not easy. It's not easy. It's work. No. And you have to find your way. And if your employer doesn't mm-hmm. give you uh, the leeway to do this really be encouraged to look around and find something else because you're going to break you're going to break when you don't have the support from your from your employer i think that's also a very important message for employers out there who might be potentially listening to this podcast is yeah you need to allow for flexibility um for for working parents and um, for for you know sick children and so on so very very important message Carola, do you have one piece of advice for the confused mothers that are listening in? I have the advice that you should embrace the fact that you're changing when you're becoming a mother. From my own experience, I can say that I was convinced I would not change. Yeah. I didn't want to allow myself to change because I was a strong individual. I loved my work. Mm-hmm. I made a career and I didn't allow myself to accept the fact that I will change when I become a mother. And I think it's something that you really should focus on. You should focus on yourself too. I didn't do this for a long time and I was close to... Mm-hmm. close to the to a time where a burnout? a burnout where I really thought I can't do this anymore and it was because I didn't focus on what do yeah. I actually need and um, mm-hmm. this is one of the biggest piece of advice everybody always says I don't have time to focus on myself that's absolutely true you have to take the time to focus on yourself and that's the most important thing that um, mm-hmm. that I can tell other women it doesn't have to be a, a wellness trip it, it's it's enough if you take 15 minutes a day to just breathe and maybe meditate or do something Mm -hmm. just to get your totally busy mind um, to focus on yourself again. That's great. Yeah, very, very important message. I've also actually written uh, a couple of posts online about this, about simplifying, automating and delegating so that you can make space and time during your day to take care of yourself as well. Carola, that was an excellent exactly. message. I completely agree with you. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak to me. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see what happens with you parents and uh, and the app that you're launching. Thanks so much. Thank you. If you liked this interview, why not subscribe to my channel? Share the story with anyone you think might be interested in it. To support my work, you can do so for just the price of a coffee. You can find the information in the show notes. Thank you.